Hey, good morning, everybody. Mike Hackley here at Mike's Hardscape Supply Center. It is June 15th, 2021. I hope everybody's having a great day. We're going to get this podcast started by thanking everybody that we have done business with in the past, all of our customers, all of our contractors, thanking them for our success. And we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for you. I also want to thank my beautiful wife, Brittany, for sticking beside me through every step of the way for the last six years of us being together. I also want to, you know, just kind of take the time out and, you know, just thank everybody that's been right there with us, you know, from reps to employees to to everybody. So we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for y'all. So I want to thank y'all. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate it. So this is our first episode. Stay with me as as the episodes, you know, come on. My ums will probably go away, so just be patient. Uh, I say um a lot because I don't have this written down. But anyways, so yeah. So right now, um, you know, we are a dealer for... Uh, paver manufacturers and a bunch of other stuff. So I wanted to tell you a little backstory on how Mike's Hardscape Supply got created. So way back when, 2008-ish, well actually way before then when I was a kid, uh, I was in my teens, uh, my uncle started a basically a lawn care business helping you know older people and people that needed help around the house and cutting grass and doing little odds and ends um he had a little business it was basically mike's lawn service he was out of the tri-cities area hopewell prince george petersburg you know kind of just stayed in the area and you know i i helped him from time to time uh cut some grass weedied you know clean up and stuff like that and you know, I was kind of cutting grass on my own, uh, you know, just to kind of make some extra money. I uh, graduated high school, went to work for a uh, construction company, a local construction company out of Chesterfield. Learned how to run heavy equipment, uh, dump trucks, all that good stuff. Kind of learned the the seed aspect of it as I was on the seed crew. Um, got laid off from there roughly about a year and a half later right before christmas uh it was pretty disheartening because i really liked that job and uh we i struggled through the winter because you know trying to find work and all that good stuff so came across uh, a body shop hiring for a basically like an assistant kind of and not really an assistant manager but an estimator so i had a little auto body experience back in high school um a couple years uh with mr lepley so i had a little bit of knowledge of how you know cars and stuff like that work plus i worked on cars all my life so i said why not so i applied for the job i got the job uh i worked there for almost two years and i loved it you know it was office work yeah i mean it is office work but you know it is what it is and 
I, uh, you know, got to know a lot about the auto body business and how things work. And I was pretty much almost an assistant manager there. Uh, when people asked, when salesmen came and asked me to get things done, I, I got it done. You know, that's just how I am. If somebody asked me to get something done, I get it done. Uh, yeah, sometimes I'd bitch and whine and moan about it, but, you know, I'd get it done and, you know, the people are real happy. So, needless to say, that didn't last very long because some things happened and I was let go from that job and it wasn't under my control, but it is what it is. So, then I came across, in roughly about 2003-ish, I came across a new company that was starting here in Prince George um, and went to go work for them. Uh, I... I can't remember who told me about them. Somebody had told me about them, and I went to go apply, and I got the job. I, I was a, uh, I started out as a packer, uh, packing aluminum bundles, and you know, you know it. It was a grueling shift work. You know, some night, sometimes I worked graveyards, or I worked three to eleven, or day shift. But the the managers there saw how go getter I was, and you know every time they asked me to do this, I did it. Every time they asked me to do that, I I I, I got it for them, or I bundled, you know, whatever. So then I was brought into the one manager, um, kind of took me under his wing a little bit and brought me into a shipping department, and kind of showed me the ropes of the shipping department and was basically kind of molding me to take over his position because he, you know, was thinking about retiring and stuff like that. So, you know, yeah, I, I got to know the ropes basically as an, kind of an assistant manager, kind of, sort of, not really with that title, still getting hourly pay. Um, but I was pretty much kind of, kind of kind of running it. I mean, I was, you know, running the dock loading trucks, pulling, you know, pulling material. Um, I was made the forklift trainer. So anybody who needed their certification um, on a forklift, uh, they would have to come through me. So there would be a test and, a, and um, an obstacle course, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I was Toyota certified. Um, so there was a lot of things in, you know, the, the, the company and the managers when they, they come to me, I just got things done. I just didn't beat around the bush, you know. I, I answered the phone. I answered emails. I, I just, that's how I've been all my life. So when, this was 2003 to 2008-ish, um, you know, the recession was happening. Um, everything was going downhill with with all that going up, you know, metal prices were soaring. Nobody was buying. So, you know, our bonuses were getting cut. Hours were getting cut. So I pretty much, I made the decision. I was already, I had, I had started a little lawn care company, a little lawn care business, um, basically a subsidiary to what my uncle had created years ago. My uncle passed away in 99. Um, and I kind of wanted to do something in that, that field. I like to be an outside. I like cutting grass. I've always had a niche for design and basically, 
you know, making yards look good. And just, I've always been a neat freak like that. So I said, why not? So I had, you know, I went ahead and I, I had a Chevrolet Trailblazer at the time. Um, and I bought a little five by 10 trailer, went and bought a, um, I think it was a Cub Cadet zero turn. It was either a Cub Cadet or a John Deere zero turn. I can't I think it was a John Deere, uh, riding tractor. So I had a five by 10, a little riding, a little John by Deere, John Deere riding tractor, push mower and a weed eater. And I went around cutting grass. I was doing it on the weekends, sometimes at night, but I was also working at the plant during the day that was my main job so then when um the the recession was happening and i was seeing things weren't going the way i wanted to go i said you know what i'm gonna do this full time i i think i can do it so i think i was i can't remember how old it was i was probably 20 I don't know, 25, so 13. Yeah, I was about 25, 26 26, uh, maybe a little older, about 27. But I said, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to start this business, and we'll see how it goes, and we'll go from there. Well, that's see how it goes. I basically, I cashed out my 401k, dumped it all into the business with marketing and branding and signage for the truck, I'd lettered the entire trailblazer up. I had grass at the bottom and had Mike's lawn service on it. It was pretty cool. I mean, it was pretty catchy because I tell you what, a lot of people remember that truck just by the way it looked. So then I upgraded to a 6x12 trailer, got a little bit more into it. Uh, basically bought a walk behind X mark. Uh, I had an employee. I actually had a helper. Uh, my first year out, I mean, my first year, I, the first winter was was rough. It was really, really rough. Um, so, but after that, once spring of 09 came around, man, people were just chomping at the bit. I mean, referrals and friends of friends were telling each other and all kinds of stuff. I mean, my first year out, I think I made a hundred grand. Yeah, I, I think my my books show I think I made like a hundred grand the first year out, which is good. I mean, I'm used to making like forty to forty five at the plant, a little bit on the side, and yeah, I mean a hundred grand gross. I might, you know, that was gross. That was with mulch and plants and all the other stuff combined, but I was doing pretty good. So I said, you know what, I'm gonna keep growing this company. So I kept growing it. 2011 got a little bit, or 2010 got a little bit more, got uh, picked up hotels and this and that. But then, you know, the quality started dropping. Once my, once I started, had to get employees and I had another truck on the road, it, you know, it, it just, I, my personal touch wasn't there. And that's what I kept telling everybody. You know, that's the reason why I named it Mike's Lawn and Landscape LLC is because it's my name on the project. It's my name on it. And, you know, when people do bad work, but work for me, it's my name. So it all reflects on me. So I was more worried about, right then I was more worried about quantity and not quality. So we had to, we had to scale it back a little bit. So I scaled it back. Um, got rid of the hotels, got rid of the apartments, and basically just focused on residential customers. 
And when I focused on residential customers, I, I started seeing things really grow. I started getting into landscape design and doing bigger projects and doing grade work, doing mini excavator work. I mean, I'd already had a background in heavy equipment, so all that stuff came natural to me. So it was just, and it was get, it was getting bigger. So then roughly about 2015, 2016-ish, I met my, what was then, girlfriend. Um, I met my girlfriend. We, uh, I kind of took, basically started doing a little hardscaping. I was always a natural stone guy. I, I never really liked concrete, and I kept telling everybody that. Uh, I would do fire pits out of natural stone. I would do natural stone flagstone walkways and patios and this and that because I really didn't like concrete because it was a man-made uh, so I, I I had I got in touch with a hardscaper said hey do you want to sub some stuff out you know do me sub some stuff out to you I can get to work if you do the work uh, that didn't really work out too well so I said you know what I'm gonna try this myself because I've seen everybody in the hardscape industry grow. And man, I wanted to be like them. I wanted the big excavators and the, the, the skid steers and the trucks and trailers. And man, I wanted to be those guys. And, and I was, we were knocking down some projects. So I started with a, a, a local manufacturer here out of Richmond um, they were very well known. I started with them and you know, everybody and their mama was using them. So it wasn't, I like to be different. So I said, you know what, we're going to, we're going to stop using them. And we started pushing, um, another manufacturer. Well, that manufacturer was great. You know, they helped me, uh, they helped me along the ways they, you know, with, uh, branding and advertising and, all kinds of stuff. I mean, we got to the point where in 2017, we rented a building in the building that we're in now. Um, we had an indoor showroom where the customers can come in and basically design their patio right here in our showroom. Uh, all the material was provided to me by the manufacturer. Uh, we were we, we became a Belgard authorized contractor because of it. Um, we pushed Belgard like it was no, I mean, it was basically, we were, we were like Richmond's Belgard, uh, Belgard's Richmond contractor. Cause there was other people that pushed them, but we pretty much bled blue. So we had an indoor showroom. Everybody thought I was nuts. All that good stuff. So fast forward a little bit. Our, we grew our company big time. I mean, we had, I had in 2019, we had two great employees, Owen and Zach. They rock and rolled. We did, it was us three. I've always, on every project, I've always been on every project. I, I, I have a, you get more of a respect from your employees if you're on that project in that same hole or in that same ditch or planting that same plant right beside them. You get more respect from your employees if you're there beside them. If you are a boss or a manager that just points and yells and tells people what to do, you're not going to last very long and your employees aren't going to like you and aren't going to treat you good. If, if, you're, 
If you treat your employees right, your employees will take care of you. So just, I'd use that a lot because a lot of, now there are a lot of hardscape companies out here that the owner is right there with them. I mean, I see him. He comes in here, you know, I, I, I see him come in here. They're, they're all nasty and dirty and sweaty and they've been working side by side. But if you look at the owners that you never see on the job, you only talk to them for an hour. Um, they might come out and design it. They might not. Uh, they come out, they're clean, white shoes or black shoes or whatever. They're clean to the hill or wearing dress shoes. And you don't really see them on the job. They're kind of just running the show in the background or even not even doing that. You're too busy playing golf or going here or going there. You know, those guys, they might have a big company. They might have employees, but their employees are susceptible to leave and go somewhere else because it, it's, it's kind of a respect thing. So anyways, we're, we'll touch on that at a later date. Um, so we, we grew pretty big. I mean, we've had several awards, um, best of the best. We've been in Style Weekly. We've been in Richmond Magazine. We, we've had several awards over the, the life, the span of our 13 years. But 2020 was probably the worst year that we have ever seen. Uh, between coronavirus, um, between uh, me having a severe massive heart attack um, in February of 2020, uh, it, it, 2020 basically brought us to our knees. Uh, when, when 2020 came around, when January came in, ni- 20, 2019 was awesome. Awesome year. Oh, is that? We're pumped. It was like, okay. 2019 was great. Let's do 2020. 2020 is going to be freaking amazing. So January came around. We had work. We're picked up. We're getting stuff done. Um, We were working on a great job over in Henrico. Um, We got that job done. We were starting another one. And then it happened. February 7th of 2020. I had a massive heart attack. It brought everything to its knees. Um, you know, it was very scary for everybody. Um, I didn't know if we, if I was going to make it. Um, I was med flighted from John Randolph to Chippenham, where they inserted a stent uh, in my left coronary artery, and basically saved my life. Well, after that. It kind of shook everybody up. It was it was kind of scary for everybody, you know. With it being a smaller company, um, I'm not able to provide medical for anybody. I'm not even provide I'm not even providing medical insurance for myself. So, with that being said, I lost my two great employees. My two my, the two best employees I've had, I lost. So I had to hire new. Well, with hiring new, you don't know where who you're hiring. Uh, it's hard to hire in general in this business because it's hard work. So I hired new, I trained, uh, but with training, I have to be side by side with them and I want to be side by side with them. But after the heart attack, it was really hard to do that. 
Um, my doctor said I can't lift no more than 10 pounds and, you know, the exertion and all kinds of stuff. And it was just, it was getting, it was getting to a point where I was having to step back, let them do it. But it was like, they're not doing it to my standards. So I was getting frustrated. I was getting mad. So, and then we had to bring on, we had, we had totally dropped lawn care and all that. We totally dropped lawn mowing years ago, you know, 2018, I think. So we, we had enough hardscape work where we didn't need to, to mow. And I wanted to focus on the hardscape side. So it got bad enough where I actually had to go into lawn mowing. And I didn't want to. I, I really didn't want to do that. So I did that. I, I bought a, another trailer. I bought a, a landscape trailer. Uh, I had a little 6x12 that we used, enclosed trailer that we used for a hardscape trailer. So I went out and bought a 7x16 or 7x14. I can't remember. Bought a lawnmower, bought a zero turn, yada, yada, yada. And... I sent these guys out just to keep business, keep money coming in. I sent them out to cut grass because with 2020, nobody was, literally nobody was installing big projects because they didn't know what was going to go on. The stock market was kind of iffy. You know, there was people dropping contracts, people not signing contracts. It's just, it was crazy. So I had to do something to keep money coming in because we had just... I had literally just signed on a house a week after my after a week after I got out of the, the the hospital for the heart attack, so I had to keep coming. You know, I it was a it was just crazy. It was everything was going ninety miles an hour, so there was some things I had to do that I didn't want to do, and some things I wanted to do that I couldn't do. So about I was already a dealer for some grill manufacturers and some other people that really didn't care if I installed or if I did install, you know, it didn't install. So I was kind of looking towards that direction and I, I wanted to go that direction as far as the retail wholesale side of things. It's just, I didn't really know how to go that direction. So I basically, in October, about well, it was about September-ish, about September-ish, I got, I, August, September, I started contacting these paver manufacturers. And I was basically told no by every paver manufacturer there is. And I was told no, basically... Because for one, the uh, there had too many dealers in the area, or there was a dealer in the area that was bullying and didn't basically said, "Oh, if you make him a dealer, we're not going to buy from you no more." Yada yada yada. So, you know, it's 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 a cutthroat industry, and you know, if you know if you got a new guy coming in, of course they're going to try to stop it. Well. I contacted uh, one of the one of my um, my polymeric sand and edging and stuff. I contacted uh, my rep for that, uh, Jesse Foley with Alliance, and was like, "Hey Jesse, I want to sell your product, 
but I can't um, and not be a um, paver, not not be affiliated with a paver manufacturer. So I told him what was going on. I told him who I talked to, and he gave me the names of two people, two different people, two different companies. And I said, okay, well, it's worth a shot. So I contacted one. I contacted the other. One immediately called me back. The other one, probably to this day, I have not heard from them yet. So those two companies were Nickelock and Cambridge Pavers. Well, guess who called me back? Cambridge Pavers with Armor Tech, Peter Meister. Peter calls me. I tell him my story, tell him what's going on, and he's like, as a matter of fact, we are looking for a new dealer. Um, can we come down and talk to you? Sure, no problem. Comes in, Pete comes in. They had just hired a new, uh, a new guy, Ryan McClintock. Uh, Pete and Ryan show up at the same time. We talk, we chat, we have lunch, we talk. Um, I talk about my goals. He, he tells me what they expect, yada, yada, yada. So I do all the paperwork, and we wait. So we're waiting. We're waiting. By this time, Ryan, you know, Ryan's, you know, contacting me a couple times in between. He's come by. Um, we're still waiting. In about, it's been about two, three weeks-ish, maybe, and... Ryan calls me and says, congrats, you are now a new dealer. So now it has started. So we became a dealer for Cambridge Paving Stones out of New Jersey, roughly about October-ish of 2020. Well, now I'm super scared because now it's like, okay, more money. They're going to want stock, yada, yada, yada. So... It kind of works out well, you know, things things happen for a reason. So we said, sure, you know, we, we've got some money saved up, so let's go ahead and put some stock in here. So I think we, we brought in three or four truckloads of material um, to stock in here at first. Started getting our names out. Uh, started, you know, Ryan, the Ryan has been great. Ryan and Pete have been great through this entire thing. It, those two guys are probably the two best reps I've ever dealt with in 13 years of doing business in the landscape hardscape side. And that's not, that's not saying there are other reps out there and other great reps and you'll get to meet them through this podcast. But as a paver manufacturer, those two guys rock and roll all the time. So we become a paver manufacturer rep, or paver manufacturer, listen to me. We become a dealer for Cambridge Pavers. Um, we've, been a, we've been a dealer for them for almost eight months now, I think. Is it October, November, December, January, February? Roughly about eight, nine months. And there is probably, from just our facility, there's over 30,000 square feet of Cambridge paving stones in the ground in the Richmond market. Well, let me tell you something. Richmond has not been a big uh, area for Cambridge. Cambridge has been trying to get in the Richmond area for years. And their rep or their dealers, uh, it's not the rep. 
It's they're the dealers that they bring on do not push Cambridge like I push Cambridge. When when I sell a product, I sell a product. Um, I brand it. I I package it and box it and ship it. I I if if I if I have not used the product, I tend not to sell it. I really wish we had Cambridge when I was installing because I would I would have been selling the crap out of it. I love the paver. Uh, their ArmorTech coating is amazing. Uh, it does. It's more vibrant than some of the other manufacturers that I've used in the past. Um, it doesn't show as much aggregates. It's just it's just an awesome paver. So needless to say, we we are basically Cambridge's Richmond dealer. You know there are some other dealers for Cam for Cambridge, but we are Richmond's basically stocking yard for for Cambridge because we're we're <laughs> we it's it's going pretty well. So that's how our backstory. You know from you know me having a a lawn maintenance landscape design and hardscape design and hardscape installation background. The contractors can relate a little bit more to me um, because I can talk to them about this issue they're having or this employee issue they're having or, hey, Mike, how would you do this if it was you? Or, hey, Mike, how did you do this when you were installing? Or, hey, Mike, can you help me price this job? Or yeah, everything. It, it, it's, it, it's, it's very gratifying when someone comes to me asks me for help in pricing a job or helps them you know do something and then they they call me ecstatic because they got the job and they're going to make money on the job and they're going to I mean, it's a great design and the homeowner is happy it's just you know it's just awesome you know it's very gratifying for me and it's very satisfying as well so with my backstory, the backstory helps the future. And going forward, Mike's Hardscape Supply Center is here to stay. We are Cambridge Pavers, um, basic stocking yard. We sell natural stone, French pattern, irregular, uh, boulders, veneer. We are a dealer for Get Real Stone out of North Carolina. We are a dealer for SRW products. We are a dealer for Alliance products. We are a dealer for IQ Power Tools, Dustless Technology. We are a dealer for Marshalltown Tools. We are a dealer for Wolverine Tools. Um, and God knows how many different grill manufacturers. You got uh, Memphis, Blaze, Fire Magic, Twin Eagles, Primo, Del Sol, AOG, uh, Delta, uh, there's so many different other ones. Uh, you got, we're, we're a dealer and a distributor for uh, Alliance Outdoor Lighting. Um, you'll get to talk to them people. Uh, Orca, Orca Coolers, Brewmates, Warming Trends. Uh, there's so many different manufacturers that we represent and we sell that the episodes are going to go on and on. So each episode, we're going to talk about each manufacturer that we carry. 
Um, whether we talk about the rep, we talk about the product, we talk to the rep, um, all that. So in this podcast, and I, I appreciate everybody that has stuck through my ums and my long-winded talks and all that good stuff. That means you're actually interested in hearing our backstory. You know, we're gonna, we're not gonna go out and tell you to do it yourself, but we, we pretty much are gonna kind of help you along the way. What to look for in a contractor, what to look for in a contractor, and you know if he's doing something wrong. Um, look, you know, for something in your contract. Make sure this is in the contract. Make sure that it's not, you know, this and that. Um, so. Stay tuned for further episodes, but uh, I think our next episode, we're going to talk about uh, Cambridge Pavers with Armortech. I'm going to try to get an interview with Ryan, our our rep, and see if we can sit down and chat for a little bit and get his backstory and where he came from and, you know, basically his, his future with Cambridge and where Cambridge has come from, so that way you're aware. If you if you want to stop by and get a catalog, uh, come on by. We're at 3825 Prince George Drive, Prince George, Virginia. Just stop on by, check us out. We've got actually an indoor natural stone showroom. It's in the process, which probably 90% done. Uh, you know, we got a big, large outdoor display going in for Cambridge. So, yeah, exciting times in 2021. So, but I appreciate everybody has listened today. Uh, I hope everybody is staying cool, uh, not getting overheated, not getting overstressed or overworked. Just remember, don't bring your work home. Never bring your work home because it can affect your personal life. If you can leave it on the job site or leave it at the office, it will be much better for you. And if you can just kind of zone out or tune that out when you get home, it would be way better for you. So thank you, everybody. I hope you enjoy this podcast. And if you have any questions going forward or if you have any questions in general, give me a call uh, or check out our website, www.mikes, that's M-I-K-E-S, ld.com and uh, i appreciate everybody today for listening thanks have a good one